0: Hey, are you a servant leader who loves track and field? Do you have knowledge in the event of the pole vault? Well, Gill Athletics is searching for the next great sales rep to join our team. If you're interested in a career change, but want to stay immersed in the track and field community, this might be the career for you. Head over to GillAthletics.com, scroll down to the bottom and click on careers for more information. Now, let's get on to today's episode. Cue the music.
1: And we're back another weekend, only to make this world a little bit better with some of our nonsense. So here we are, (laughs) Athletics LLC. Welcome one, welcome all. Uh, We are missing a tile tonight. Uh, Sir Lucius is dealing with a little bit of a headache. And uh, I mean, I feel like with Mr. First World Problems, it's a big headache. (laughs) Or maybe it's just small because it's the first world problem. So anyhow, we hope he gets better and we'll see him next week. But as always, welcome to The Childs. Clyde, how are we tonight, sir?
0: Hotel Wi-Fi is
1: trash. <laughs> and it's track <laughs> season.
0: <laughs>
2: yep.
1: <laughs> I can't even stop giggling because of how many times it's going to happen going throughout the year. It's only January. We have all the way till June. Yep. Can't wait for the summer. <laughs>
0: I'm Governor, how are
1: Apple, you tonight? Oh, just kidding. That's right. Oh, yeah. Mark that. Everybody know he is in. Where are you at again? Annapolis, Maryland. We completed TV this weekend. Let's go. So don't trust on the Wi-Fi at, at Annapolis. <laughs> Maybe that's a security thing.
3: Maybe.
4: Mm. The government is downloading all of your files as you speak.
3: <laughs> and they getting
4: nothing out of me. <laughs> Slowly with the bad Wi-Fi.
1: <laughs> oh, Governor, how are you tonight, sir? Um
3: if I told you, I'd have to kill you.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Sounds about
3: right. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. I'm ready to get the show on
2: though. I'm ready. Yes.
1: I'm ready. Well, last but not least, La Le Mariano Rivera. You're so clever, sir,
4: so clever. I, I try, I try. I mean, it's, you know, it's almost baseball season. I mean, more it's importantly,
1: time. it's track season.
4: It's time to bring in the closer.
1: <laughs> well, to the things that actually matter, just kidding. I lie, I lie, <laughs> but do I, um, well, let's Let's get the the fun, the fun part away out of the way. So Clyde can have some fun. <laughs> NFL predictions. And I'd like to say this out loud to you, Clyde. I actually got a message that our friend, the Governor, not by the governor, by somebody else, that the governor got it all right. And I just giggled. I just giggled. So, Clyde, the door is open for you to walk through and raise a up
0: I mean, Listen, I don't really have a big I don't really have a big problem with, with my biggest problem with the, with my with the NFL and the predictions from last week is that is the San Diego meltdown. Like I I was thoroughly irritated with the San Diego meltdown. There's no way in hell they should have lost that game. I was I, I it was it was going to be perfect for you know for me otherwise until Monday night. So I'm I'm very irritated with the San Diego debacle. Listen, I I I do not enjoy Cowboy Nation, but as, as as have been stated before, the governor is not a part of that nation in the way that the delusional idiots usually are. So I'm not here to disrespect <laughs> the governor. Congrats, sir. <laughs> Alex played about as perfect as they could have played. Dak played an excellent game. The better team won. They should have won. They're not playing the Buccaneers this weekend. So it is what it is. I, I was blown away. I was blown away by, like, how ridiculously bad the ball, the Buccaneers' defense was. Like, there were human beings running <clears throat> wide open. Like, 15 yards wide open. They were confused. And I don't know who number 32 is, but he was getting targeted from from snap one. Every time there was a pass completed, number 32 was in the vicinity. I, I don't know. Todd Bowles is supposed to be the defensive guy. The defense was trash. So, congrats. Enjoy your week.
3: It all ends very soon. Oh gosh. You want me to go next? Yeah. Okay. You sure about
0: that? Get the most time. He he (laughs) deserves
3: his moment. Oh man. Well, I will say that I think every year that we are in existence, NFL playoffs, wild card week, just delivers year after year after year. I mean, nobody, I can't say anyone saw San Diego losing that game, Uh, but you got that feeling, that sinking feeling. I can only imagine how badly it must have gone for those San Diego fans to watch the Jags just go up and down the field for an entire half and they could not stop them. It was just like, what are we doing here? It was, it was a scrimmage. It was unbelievable. Um, and, you know, when, when if, if someone, if you were to tell someone, hey, this team in the playoffs was up, up 27 to nothing and lost a game, you would think, yeah, bunch of chunk, chunk plays, you know, fumble recoveries, pick six, all, no, no. Quite literally, the Jaguars got the ball from a kickoff and just marched down the field. And then they stopped the, the, the Chargers, and then they marched down the field. It was like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> this, it was really amazing to watch. Um, Justin Herbert wasn't out there throwing picks. He wasn't <laughs> this out is there
5: true. Picks. This is what's like, amazing
3: So, yeah. Um, But, uh, you know, I think everything else, you know, the Bengals, uh, did they run out of gas? Did I mean, to think about how close um, the Ravens were to winning that game? I mean, that's it's pretty shocking. I mean, you, you would have thought that the Bengals would have dispatched them early on. But you know, you, you get a sense of what happens when these teams play each other over and over and over again. They will find ways to win these games. As for the Cowboys game, um, <laughs> um, by the way, did you know that was the most watched playoff game in history? Oh, exactly. really? I'm not, I'm not 30, surprised at all. 30.6 million people tuned in to watch that game. Okay. I'll
1: tell you this, I know a Cowboys fan who didn't even know when the game was.
3: <laughs> True story. Wow. True story, wow. I was like,
1: get out.
3: Yeah, so <laughs> that was, um, I mean, as I said, and, and I don't know if if anyone has gone back to look in the group chat, but what was my quote? Do you remember what I said? No. <laughs> And I, I use Clyde's reference in the quote, I said that Dak Prescott what would do? have one less interception than I John just, <laughs> guess.
5: That's
3: what I said. <laughs> and sure enough, when he's backpedaling, trying to get the ball out of the end zone, he throws a pick and I'm going, this is, this is <laughs> destiny. <laughs>
1: You, were, you okay. were the winner of the mega millions, weren't you? I'm you
3: saying were, you were the winner of the mega millions. You just get it right. Okay. <laughs> um, but outside of all of that, nothing gave me more pleasure than Monday morning on first take to watch the biggest hater in cowboys history <laughs> have to eat crow. I mean, and they let him have it. Oh, they let him have it. Oh, it was fun. It's been a fun couple days. He went on the air and said, yep, yeah, well, enjoy it for four more days. And I said, all right. I will. We'll see. <laughs> we shall see. Because I don't think this is going to be a blowout by any stretch of the imagination. I think this is going to be a very, very equal game. I, I expect the pers- the team that has the ball at the end of like the last drive, that's who's going to win
4: yeah no,
3: no.
4: <laughs> um,
3: that's my production
4: you know I uh, because I'm not a college coach I can do these things I was in a betting pool with 42 people I got the first five games right yes I picked Jacksonville and yes I picked the Giants Even worse, the tiebreaker for the game was total points. I have 44. 45 points were scored.
1: He did not win the Mega Millions. I did not
4: (laughs) win the Mega Millions because, you know, there used to be three things you could depend on. Death, Mm -hmm. taxes, and Tom Brady. Yes. Not throwing an interception in the end zone. (laughs) Now there's back to two. Yep. And I was like, you know, this is, listen, this is karma. I've never been a Tom Brady fan. I Mm -hmm. completely respect him, but but I've never been a Tom Brady fan. And we all know how I feel about the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So with almost $1,000 coming my way, ain't no way that that the football karma guys are like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we can't let this happen. He'll um, be unbearable, which I would, yes. I would that certainly I'm be. Sure. So, sure. you know, like it's okay. Um, we, we live to fight another, we live to fight another week. My G men are doing their jobs. are. Um, act- I don't like the fact that there are actually people out there picking the Giants to beat the Eagles. See, no, 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 no. <laughs> we need to stay in anonymity in the corner because we have the talentless roster and the best coaches, and we're just going to try and and play hard and see if we can win. I'm good there. I don't need nobody hang to hang pick. On us. One
3: second, let me let me check my picks real quick. <laughs> I'm gonna stay quiet. I'm gonna. Stay I mean, we, quiet. we are
0: going to get into these picks. Oh yes, we yeah. have. As a matter of
3: fact, I'm gonna pick first in just a okay. second.
4: But <laughs> but this past weekend was a lot. Listen, this was a the even for a wild card weekend. This was amazing. Yeah, it was there was some high quality football to watch. I was confused what why the why the Ravens were attempting to beat the Bengals, but it was (laughs) but it was entertaining to watch. I was perplexed by like the ghost of Tom Brady, but it was at least entertaining to watch. It was weird to watch it, and I didn't know what I was watching. I had to I had to remind, you know, I had to remind my wife that, you know, next week the Cowboys get to play football again because she hasn't <laughs> seen them play football the second week in the playoffs, but like since she was like five. 15 years. 15 years. Yeah. What
0: you were watching, what you were watching was incompetence.
4: Uh, yeah, all of it was bad.
0: I, um, I don't care. I don't care how GOAT the GOAT is. He's 45. He threw they asked that man to throw the ball.
3: Seventy
4: times. Is it, is it, I mean, that's yeah.
3: stupid. Yeah.
4: the The that's joke stupid. was the joke was made in my house watching the game that Tom Brady's going to have Tom, gonna have Tommy John surgery and the number of pass, number of passes he threw in that game.
3: They said but, you're you're going to go out. If you're going to go out of this yeah. of this sport, we're taking your arm. We're, we're going to go, take yeah. your arm and just and leave empty the, the tank. It. I
1: think that's how he would have to leave the sport <laughs> be, at this point.
3: He'll be back. Uh,
4: all right. So we got f- four games to pick games. this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. right. So,
0: okay. The best round of the playoff.
4: I'll go first. It's real easy. I'm going chalk, all four home teams. I picked the Eagles over my Giants, as painful as that is. I picked the Chiefs. I picked the Bills. And uh, I picked the 49ers <laughs> a good pick those are those are my picks for the week I stand by it I don't like the fact that it's chalk I don't like the fact that they're all home that that, that they're all the home team but that's who I think
0: is going to win the games okay sue are you are you gonna are you gonna make picks this time are you gonna, you gonna punk out again
1: I mean I didn't punk out I only made the pick that mattered Oh, no. I was gonna say pick. she's, gonna, she's picks, gonna
4: pick man. the 49ers again, and that's it. That's all we're gonna get for her.
1: You make all the picks
4: too, all four games.
1: Okay. Well, I mean down down the line it's the same.
2: For poops and giggles.
1: I mean, you can't you, there isn't really a poops and giggles. It kind of it nope. It, when Okay, I don't want to say when. If you try to give any of any other final results, it's going to be a that would never happen again type thing. So I got to go with the same: Chiefs, Eagles, Bills, Niners. It's boring, but I don't, I, I don't, I can't see it any other way. I really can't.
0: All right. So we'll we'll let the governor close because we all know he's coming with
5: shenanigans.
0: (laughs) Listen, I can't remember the last time chalk, as we call it, um, emerged from the divisional round. I know. So there's no way I'm picking chalk. The question is, who's most likely to lose? Um... There's no way in hell Dallas is coming into the Bay Area. <laughs>
1: Heck to the naw.
0: That's that's not a thing. Mm. They're the on paper, the best game and for me the most interesting game is Cincinnati traveling to Buffalo, okay. given the context of the DeMar Hamlin situation and the game that never got played,
4: right? No question, that's the best game of the weekend. Um I think. F- for so many
0: reasons, Buffalo wins the game. Even though I consider Cincinnati to be the most complete team in the playoffs, um, I just maybe if the game was in Cincinnati like the original game was supposed to be, I'd pick Cincinnati, but there's a lot going on there. I just don't see Buffalo losing that game somehow, which brings us to the other two games. Uh, I'm sorry, uh Lamar. We too. already know he's not gonna pick the Chiefs because he wants to believe this narrative. <laughs> so, it's okay. I, wasn't, I wasn't even on that. I wasn't even on that. I was saying I'm sorry to you because I know you're rooting for the Giants, and I know, you know, so consciously you're like, if more people pick the Giants, they're less likely to win. But correct me if I'm wrong, Lane Johnson is not playing For the Eagles, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think the Giants are going to win the game. I now think I know the we're Giants not. going gonna to win the game.
4: Now we are officially not going to now. <laughs> I think the listen, Giants the one thing I one thing I one thing I know we legitimately legitimately have going for us is it's very difficult to beat a conference foe three times in the same year.
0: That that too. That that okay. There's that part of it. If if always every year, right? It's the who's the hot teams at the time that do well. The Giants are hot. They lost to the Eagles twice during the regular season, and they have a better coach. Brian I mean, Dayball is a better coach. Brian
4: Dayball is the best
0: coach in the NFL. Ooh. So Ooh. I, I don't, that's a bold statement. I like it.
4: I, have I mean, he's, does anybody want to bet that he's? I mean, he's going to win Coach of the Year, as he should, as he should. So right now, today, he's the best coach in the NFL
0: because ain't nobody else getting that roster into the playoffs. Oh, yeah, I'm going I'm going Giants now. No, I'm not going to pick the Chiefs to lose to Jacksonville. OK, good. Just making sure. I'm not I'm not I'm not going to pick that. But I mean, which version of Trevor Lawrence and the crew am I going to get? Because the Chiefs defense isn't all that great either. So.
4: I mean, if the game's get, on Saturday, right? I mean, Trevor Lawrence has never lost a game on Saturday in his whole
0: life. Hey, well, I don't know what that means here, but
1: <laughs> if I
0: get if, right, if I get if I get the 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 second half version of Trevor Lawrence, I think Jacksonville can make the game interesting because the Chiefs' defense isn't any good; they're just not. Now, do I think Mahomes is going to lose that game? No, I don't know. <laughs> Mahomes and the crew go down the next week. But this week, not
2: very good. Mm. Not happening.
4: (laughs) But we'll get to that next week. Sure.
3: Well, um, (laughs) I I don't know if there's any way to say this. Um, The Cowboys are going to beat the 49ers next week, this weekend. Oh, my gosh. Just tell us how.
4: So, wait, if this doesn't happen, can we change your name on the show for a month to the court jester?
0: Hey, whatever, (laughs) whatever, whatever. Just tell us how, though. Because, listen, it was fun. It it was fun to do the Tampa Bay thing. But we all everybody with a brain understood that the Cowboys were the better team this year. They're not better than San Francisco. I didn't say that. I didn't say how how what is the path to winning this game that gonna play another perfect
3: game against an actual defense this time no 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 I believe that Mr. Purdy is going to see a defense that he hasn't seen I don't know since he started playing that is so cute that you think that
4: you I think am, Brock, you think Brock Purdy <laughs> actually is gonna get the opportunity
3: to think? I think Brock Purdy is I think Brock Purdy is gonna have some challenges this weekend. I think Brock I think, Purdy I think, is gonna I be I think be number 1 this weekend is going to break through the line four or five times and scared a bejesus out of Mr. Purdy. He's going to run this way, and number 23 is going to run this way with the football. Okay. (laughs) I'm sure they're game planning for it. But what I'm telling you is that Mr. Purdy is not going to beat the Cowboys. So, I mean, the Cowboys will beat the Cowboys, but. All right.
0: Okay. This is is good.
4: I
3: said what I said. Okay. He did. He
4: said it with fair. his chest, no less.
3: I didn't, I didn't say it's not going to be decisive. It's not going to be this blowout, whatever. I told. I'm. I'm telling you, it's going to come down to the last possession. And, you know, what are the odds that Dak Prescott exercises the demons of of last year? What What are the odds, you know, uh, execute a last, you know, three minutes? drives the, the 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 Cowboys down to kick the winning field goal. What are the odds right? So I've washed my hands of that. at least the
4: 49ers fans <laughs> won't will throw trash on the, on the on the Cowboy quarterback there. like the Cowboys fans did.
3: okay look you have to understand my my Super Bowl aspirations all of that have been satisfied. We won a playoff game. I'm good. <laughs> I have Not, nothing, nothing like win. low standards in
0: life. Nothing
3: like low standards. <laughs> the, court, the court jester is in session. Yes, okay? my man is playing with house money. He's good. There you go. The Chiefs will win. I'm just going to leave that at, the, at that. The Giants will beat the Eagles. Oh, God. And the Bengals will beat the Bills.
0: Oh,
4: my so,
3: Lord. Again, there He's you have going. it. He's going all anti
0: chop. One. <laughs>
3: One home team will win their game. The Chiefs. Interesting. This yes. is. I like this. This is.
4: This is fun. You. <laughs> you have to pick now.
0: I did. Yes, you picked. Chocolate. Oh,
4: that's right. You picked what I picked. Yeah. Yes. Well, then you clearly you're going to get it right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I said. Right. What I said. He did. It's, I like it. It's noted. It's noted. And right now people are looking at their screens like WTF. Yep.
4: <laughs> the name <laughs> of this episode is going to be I Said What I Said. I said okay. what I said. All
1: right. Well, as we say what we say. So we've talked about indoor facilities in the past and different aspects of it and and why some people despise the indoor season but actually utilize it. And some people just think it's the, the world championships all on its own. But with the different facilities that are out there, with the different access to the facilities out there, and the different just modes of indoor competitions, we'll call it that. Um, is the descending list method really fair? So no. I know I've, go- no, I know I've had this conversation fair. in different aspects. So let's see what comes out
0: no it's not fair and it's not fair for the exact same reason and the exact same principles that the outdoor descending order list was ultimately done away with it's about access money resources very rarely is it about the performances and in some events you can straight up know that if you don't have access to certain facilities you're not going to qualify um so You know, I understand that that people don't like to hear this and and I get it. I I like indoor. Indoor is an awesome part of the part of the year. The weather's always great. It's loud, it's intimate. (laughs) I I, I like indoor. But at the end of the day, indoor needs a regional, just like every just like outdoor needed a regional. Is it complicated? Yeah, not that really. Is is it irritating to to think about? Sure. Whatever. But if you want to have a legitimate you know, situation where people have to like line up and beat people to qualify, not just have the resources to go to, you know, the favorite place to jump or the favorite place to sprint and do what you do. It kind of is what it is. Um, it the the one thing I love about indoor, the one thing that is super unique to how we do it is that the indoor NCAA championship is literally the hardest meet on the planet to qualify for. Yep and that's why we love it. And there's something very, you know, the eliteness, if that's even a word, of that setup is amazing. But there's but it's it's also the, the ultimate first world problems me. because if you don't have the access, you ain't getting in there most of the time. And that's just the way it is. And it, and it, that plays across events like when we talk about this People's minds usually goes to 200, 400 you know, four by fours, and the bank track issue, and that's true in those events. But it's also specific to horizontal jumps. It's also specific specific to where your DMRs are set up, right? It it plays, and any given year, you can look at the consistency of the marks who qualifies and see it playing as day. So. Yeah,
4: no, it's not fair. Um, all right, well, good. I wanted to go second. Now I definitely am glad I'm going second. So first off, this is 100 percent only about three events: the 200, the 400, and the 4x4. It is not about any other event, and there, and any other, and, and any other chicanery that is brought to this conversation. In contrary to that, is absolute BS because this is only about three events the two, the four, and the four by four, because you can qualify for every other event, almost every, almost every other place in this country. You can qualify. And I mean, legitimately, I've seen people jump super duper far on flat tracks. I've seen super two people jump super duper far on bank tracks. You have to have access to get to something more than once, 100%. We all agree with that. But I want to focus on the thing that really matters, right? Is that It's three events, but those three events are so high profile to us and they're so important in our sprint pantheon, right? That there's no question without access, multiple times, you are not getting somebody qualified for the national meet in the 200. You are not getting somebody qualified for the national meet in the 400, and you are almost certainly not going to qualify For nationals in the four by four unless you are on one of roughly five tracks something of that nature. Um, but this is what I find interesting. And I think that even Clyde will find this tact very interesting. At every level it's about these same events in particular the two and the four, the 200 is so bastardized that from a world athletic standpoint they don't even run it indoors anymore. At Mm -hmm. world championships right. But But how weird is it that at at the World Championship level, they use lane one through six? In the four. And the four by four. It's a mockery. Because we would never do that in this country, right? Like lane one indoors is worse than lane one outdoors. (laughs) Right? And you know what I'm saying? And like everybody thinks lane one outdoors is like, oh my God, don't do that. Lane one indoors is legitimately like a problem. You can't run there. And so what I find very interesting is that I'm not sure that anybody really even knows what to do with this dilemma. It is obvious that the 200 is the most affected event by what track you run on. That's obvious, right? And so at the end of the day, if you're trying to qualify somebody for the 200, you have some people that are good enough to to try and be top 16 in the country, then it behooves you to get them to one of those five tracks multiple times because that's the only way they're going to get there. Almost exactly the same scenario in the 400. Now the four by four, you get away with it a little bit different because all the 300 meter tracks then become playable because you can do it over, you know, however many, five and a quarter lap, five and a third laps. Um, You can still run fast enough to get in. But I've always found it interesting that like there's always this conversation about the fairness. It's like, there, there are division one, division two, division three. There's, there's, uh, power five, mid major, group of five. There's all these different stipulations in schools, like because the world isn't fair. I mean, like I'm like athletics is Darwinistic, and so at the end of the day, it's not fair to not be able to go to U Dub and 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 be in races that have rabbits. Right. Just like it's not fair to not be able to go to Clemson and be in lane five. (laughs) So. So at the end of the day, there is. I don't know how to say this. There's almost like a fair unfairness to this whole thing. Right. Like it's better. Like the tracks that you need to be on. Mile 3K, 5K are not necessarily the same tracks you need to be on for the two and the four. Right. So at the end, so at the end of the day, if you're trying to qualify your whole team, you got to go all over the place multiple times and and the people with money do and and right. And so what that tells you is, first of all, nobody wants to hear this, but indoor track is a privilege, (laughs) right? Everybody, everybody is not trying to kill it to run indoor track. So at the end of the day, like, you have to know what program you're at. You have to know what's important to your administration. And then you have to go wholeheart- wholeheartedly at that. And that's just kind of what it is, just simply my opinion. But yes, I mean, I, I don't think that anybody could ever argue that there's a fair and equitable opportunity for all student athletes at the Division One level to qualify in the 200 and the 400, and the 4x4. There is not now, nor has there ever been.
2: let some math.
3: Um, so I, you know, I had originally planned to go back five years to see the disparity between the power five and non-power five. Um, and I was going to pick out the 60 to 200 to 400, the long jump and the triple jump. I was just going to pick five events and go with that. So let's look at last year. Okay, long jump men. Guess how many Power Five schools made the long jump list? Top sixteen. I would say. I'm gonna say nine.
0: Fifteen. Fourteen. Oh, 15 out of sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was giving the I was giving the small guy some hope in that
3: one. Yes, me too. Me too. Let's go to the woman. Guess how many women's Power five schools uh, made the long jump list? 14 out of 16. 16. 13. <laughs> 13. Okay. Let's go to triple. Guess how many Power Five teams made the men's triple squad? Made been the 14. list? 13. Guess how many women's teams? 14. 16. 14. Yes, 14. One right. So small, small snapshot. And really what I'm getting at, every single thing that Lamar and Clyde said is absolutely true. Here is a part that is almost, it's impenetrable. If I had to use a word, the word is impenetrable. And what I mean by that is, it's one thing to get access to the facilities, it's another thing to get access to the facilities and the teams. And because where are we at right now? We're in a world now where the SEC literally has the SEC relays, right? Mm-hmm. And they have now created their own thing to rival Penn relays, right? And, and we can go on and on about that. Indoors. That is happening every single week, right? And, and what, what non-Power Five schools are finding out is that unless you are of a certain stature, you're not gonna get invited to certain meets. You're not, okay? So all I'm saying is this, from, a, from an intensity standpoint, from a, uh, you know, just going up head to head with the very best, the opportunities are thin and thinner and thinner and few and far between. Okay, and as by my count, let's just take this year for example, it just so happens that the, the, the NCAA championships will be at New Mexico. New Mexico yeah. does not have a policy. They don't have a situation where well, you can't come, but you can't come. You can't come, but you can't come. They're, they have money to make. <laughs> they have uh-huh. a budget. They have got to make their money, right? So what I would say, and and perhaps Clyde, you know, you, you can chime in, but we as non-Power 5 schools have to pick our spots. And we have to pick our spots very, very carefully, right? And if, so for instance if if i'm thinking about anyone that could possibly make it to nationals i want to give them a shot to get on the runway or get on the track where they're going to go to nationals right and okay. that is a roll of the dice because i really don't know who's going to be there this weekend so that that is what i'm getting at it is it is there is a difference between just getting on a track and just assuming it's a fast track, and it's another thing where, hey, we're going to Clemson and we're going to line up with five of the top 10 schools in the country. Mm-hmm. And either you are going to prove yourself or you are going to get your ass handed to you, right? There is no if ands, or buts about it. So what I, that was really what I was getting at when I started the conversation. And there is no way to fix that. I don't think there's any way, it's, it's, it's like this. How many sprinters have a chance in hell at the national meet if they're not part of a four by one? 100 meter sprinters. Mm-hmm. How many sprinters have actually broken through and gotten into the finals without having that four by one to kickstart their systems? There, there, are, <laughs> there are certain things and certain things the way it's set up. And it's no fault of anyone's. It's just this is what it is, right? If you show up to nationals with a four by one that is competent, you go out and run that race. And you have that race in your legs and you got to run again in 45 minutes. Oh, you are going to fly, right? Okay. And that's, that, is what, that is what we have to deal with. So that's all I was, that was all I was saying. It's, it's, we can say it's rigged. You can say whatever, but that's just what it is.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't go. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't go as far as rigged. It's, it's just like I said, no, no, no.
3: It, I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm not saying that either. It's I'm, a, it's
0: a haves versus have nots. The, the one 100%. thing that I, the one thing I appreciate about the New Mexico situation and, and in, in the Pantheon of my career,
2: mm-hmm.
0: whether I was a D two or mid major D one or major D one, New Mexico has always been gracious with absolutely. You know, yeah, y'all can absolutely. come. Right. Now, now maybe now maybe that's because I have good relations there, mm-hmm. but they seem to be that way across the board. the 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 difference now is. Two, three years ago, you may get an opportunity to go race in New Mexico, and Nationals has been in New Mexico in the past, but that track wasn't fast. It was exactly. low, it was yeah. skinny, the yep. lanes were skinny. It, you what, like, sure, that's where the meat is, but you wasn't going to roll in there to get there.
3: Yeah.
0: The new configuration is top five elite. Okay. And you will see people qualifying for NCAAs on that track. Yeah. It's, it's, it's literally, in the same ballpark with your Clemson and your Texas Tech and your South Carolina and your Arkansas. Mm. So that's dope and that's exciting. And, you know, like I said, Joe and the crew down in New Mexico do a great job with those events. Um, You know, Don Kirby is usually the biggest meet of the year. Right. Um, And, you know, for us, you know, mid-major and whatnot, but New Mexico is also in our conference. So we don't ever have a problem getting in there. How it works for other people, I'm not really sure, but at the other major places, for for at least ten years, you people have been getting locked out of these buildings. <laughs> like, like, it's just it's just what it is. It, they, they don't even try to hide it. <laughs> it's like, eh, nah, we're good, and yeah. you know, it's it's really, I mean depending on where you're sitting right like it's entertaining like it's funny right but it's also you know quite discouraging when you have somebody you know if you're a small school you may only have one or two bullets you could actually fire right say it say it with your chest
3: Clyde. Okay. And how many times how many times have you heard well you have to bring your squad
1: yeah you yeah, have to absolutely. bring your
3: whole squad i you're mean going, i've got three. this goes back <laughs> I've got three. It's not a two.
0: Right, right. (laughs) We ain't got 14. We ain't got got that.
3: Exactly.
0: This this takes me back to Alabama State, you know, (laughs) whatever year that was, uh, 2017 maybe? No, 2018. No, no, no. See, I know my – this is actually 2019 when Nationals Mm -hmm. was in Austin, Texas. Right. I had a long jump kid, Jamie Brown, who qualified for indoor Nationals. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, as that was amazing because top 16 is ridiculously hard to do. Yes, it is. Yeah. At Alabama State, we don't have the resources to travel all over the place. So 90% of the time, we're driving one hour up the street and we're competing in Birmingham,
3: mm-hmm. which is
0: where Nationals was. Okay. But Birmingham's a terrible place to jump. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's awful. Yes. So we yes. Qualified. Because we were able to go to Kentucky, and Kentucky's not an elite place to run, but they have those elevated runways. Right, he got on the elevated runway, got himself into the meet. Right, right. Without that trip, that wasn't gonna happen. It just wasn't. <laughs> and that's, you know, the 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 horizontal jump places are not exactly you know Arkansas qualifies across the board, right? Right, right. Clemson good place across the board Yeah. Now the new track new mexico is an an elite place to jump and now they have the track so there's places there's pockets like that right Mm
2: -hmm.
5: but
0: very rarely do you have a a facility that just works for everybody and that's like i said you know distance people they they make sure they get they get themselves up to boston oh yeah and
3: and they're and they're making the calls to each other saying hey where are you going to be? Oh, yeah, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: they going to set that up. Like, where do we go?
3: <laughs> where do we all show it up?
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
4: They will go to UW. They will go to Boston. They will go to when Martin was at Iowa State. They will go wherever. They, like, they make the calls. Exactly. Who's rabbiting? What's the pace? Bang, yes. bang, 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 bang.
3: Exactly.
4: Yeah. So, well, I, I will say one thing I found interesting from this weekend was it, Two young men from Rutgers jumped 789 and 788 yep. in week one at the armory of all places.
0: Yep. Which was extremely impressive because the armory. And I
4: mean, yeah. that's not, not a, a place to jump. It's not a great place to jump. It is where the collegiate record was set, but Miguel Pate's not from this planet. Right. So, um, yeah, I was impressed with that because, like, they're getting in.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: Um, but to the governor's point, even right now, after week one, there are three, three males currently in top 16 positions, not at a power five school. Because <laughs> <Sweet>. Rutgers <laughs> is a power five school. A, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. don't have a power five facility or any of that stuff, but
3: it is a power five school. It's a power 5 school.
0: Yeah. And I will always say this because it absolutely used to happen outdoors, especially in the field events. When you have this descending order list, and I'm not at all suggesting that Rutgers did anything untoward, but when you know it's a descending order list, it's not that difficult to host a meet and make sure your marks are awesome. It's just not. And that's the beauty of the outdoor program, which is all all that's cool, but at the end of the day, you got to line up and beat people to go through.
5: Yeah.
3: Clyde, Lamar, and I could tell you where those oh. spots were. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just this, saying. This is this is back when UTEP indoor and outdoor. You needed a last chance meet. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Almost guaranteed. You okay? <laughs> so, so I'm not going to say. This school I went to school all year. I'm not going to
4: say the school. But you all know what school I'm going to say. <laughs> they used to have a last chance meet every year. And if you wanted to qualify for nationals, you had to be athletes from that school because yep. they were going. <laughs> oh, as listen. long as you finished ahead of them,
0: say you less. would also be going. But listen, it was a fact. They were going. <laughs> hey, at South Carolina... We we ain't really have. They have a beautiful indoor facility now, right? You're right. But back when I was in school, we had the bubble. Yeah, you could had, had the tin can. No, yeah, <laughs> you couldn't really run any races in the bubble except the fifty-five and the fifty-five <laughs> hurdles. Which, right. by the way, the conversion for those were stupid. Stupid. Yeah, yes. Please believe, yes. if we was gonna run the fifty-five or the fifty-five hurdles at the end of the year, oh, we, we was getting in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh
3: gosh! Oh my god! Oh,
4: listen, the O'Connell Center at the end of the year, with that, with the 200 meter circle and the 55 meter dash. Facts. Oh,
3: oh, he was in.
1: Oh, love it. Well, we will once again see how this plays out. Yep. And we will circle back once again.
2: so yep.
1: All right. Talking about marks and descending orders and whatnot. Um. It was said, so it's not speculation, it's not conversation, it's not hearsay, it was put out there in the ether for people to see, hear, absorb. That world athletics, the leading marks would ultimately be missing a big chunk of marks, and those marks would be from the NCAA because the only marks that they were going to be ranking were going to be their global tour events. It's in the air.
2: Swing away. <laughs>
0: Mm. You know, I, I'll, I'll go just because I know these two are gonna be way better. It's just bullshit. <laughs>
4: I mean, listen for for once, being being like succinct and crass is probably like spot on. <laughs> I mean, listen, like
0: what what are we doing here? I. I could almost, I wouldn't, but I could almost, if I felt like being petty, make an argument that if World Athletics wants to say, for our world rankings, we will only consider marks done on our tour, okay, cool, it's a little weird, it's a little highbrow, it's a little, you know, but I'm, but okay, okay. They're just ignoring marks like we're talking about the, the, the list. You're telling me if I go on world athletics right now and look up the the world leader in the men's 60, we're ignoring races that actually happened in reality. So we just lying now. So the list is now just <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And, and so I asked off camera because I legitimately wanted to know. People forget the best place to go get the list forever was allathletics.com yeah well iaaf at the time now world athletics co-opted that whole system and that system is the back end to what you see now so if all athletics doesn't exist anymore where the hell am i supposed to go to find the world list the actual world list since (laughs) world athletics has decided they're gonna lie to me like (laughs) what, what, what are we doing it is, it's the world of athletics um, world. We
1: now have found the next moneymaker. Athletics LLC will come up with
4: <laughs> the list. I mean, listen, we could, without question, put up the list, the list. And, and it would be spectacular. Um, Governor, you know, you you have so much more taste and, and, and Tact. less vitriol. So I'm gonna go second and let you close with some calmness. <laughs> I am choosing violence. I've been adamant for a season and a half that World Athletics is corrupt and fugazi, and they want it their way. And they're either going, either we're going to play the game they want to play, or they're going to take their ball and go home. That's where we're at, right? Like they have strange and non-concrete policies as to how meets get on the World Athletics Tour. That smells like shady to me. Mm -hmm. You can only get paid from the shoe companies who are all in cahoots with World Athletics and the meets and the agents. You can only get paid based on your World Athletics world ranking. Mm-hmm. Your world ranking can only be come from marks that you have done at World Athletics Tour meets. Mm-hmm. So, if you're in a a collegian, international or American, and at the NCAA final, you're as a female, you run.
5: 2160.
4: Mm -hmm. You're not even qualified for world championships. (laughs) Because as far as world athletics is concerned, that meet didn't even happen. Yep. So you darn sure are not ever going to get your world athletics world ranking based on your actual performance because it didn't happen. I didn't think they could get any worse than that. That is where we left them off at the end of last season for those who haven't followed every week. I went on this diatribe after the combined events tour to let the world know that this was coming, right? That's where we left them. They said, Sebco said, hold my beer. (laughs) I I got one more for you. (laughs) I'm not even going to dignify my eyeballs with with looking at Mark's that have not happened in meets that I have sanctioned. So now we're gonna literally act like a whole ass part of the world doesn't exist. If you don't run a 60 in Europe, it doesn't count. Right. That's basically where we're at, right? Other than what, Milrose?
1: No, and there's uh, the Iowa State meet, the ATL meet.
4: So there you go. Or Iowa, maybe or whatever it is. If you don't run at one of those two meets, your 60 this year is if it's on US soil, it's null and void. We don't care. You did you might as well be racing on the street with your shoes off. <laughs> as far as world athletics is concerned. And and I'm just like, listen, I I've said multiple times on this show, the world will be such a better place if the governing bodies would just agree to agree like the ncaa has never gotten to a pissing match with world athletics but world athletics has constantly been in a fight with the ncaa Mm
2: -hmm. yep
4: the u.s hasn't been in a fight with europe in a really long time but europe is constantly in a fight with the US and how we do track meets and and what happens over here and it, it's just wild to me to where we finally have gotten to the point of this level of disrespect we are not even going to list <laughs> performances yep. that happen over there <clears throat> we sanction these two meets we sprinkle a little sanction dust on these two meets if it didn't happen in these two meets it's it's like the tree falling in the forest if nobody heard it it didn't happen Mm -hmm. and i just look i cannot with this concept and this nonsense because i'm gonna ask a stupid question
2: if you break No, no. If Christian question.
4: Coleman, I'm a pick. I'm. I'm gonna be specific. Christian Coleman broke the world record at Clemson before in the sixty.
2: Yes, yes.
4: So if that were to happen again, now. Track certified, ratified, and you do drug testing, right? If he meets those criteria and sets a world record, World Athletics isn't going to list that as a mark on their list
0: no (laughs) oh okay and for the record last i checked uh makai williams is still racing at the university of Mm horde yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know if he's going to end the year world number one or not but i know none of his marks are going to be on the list
4: they have the world list leader at 660 and what eight collegians ran faster than that this weekend yeah yes so (laughs) but like i said you can break a world record, have it ratified by World Athletics, but not have it be on the list. Okay, That makes perfect sense in a sport that's struggling for for fan base. Absolutely. so
3: i I have I have had to go back uh, to try and find how they are doing this. So on the twenty first of January, uh, the American Track League has a meet at Iowa. Mm-hmm. There you go. And that is on the. It is actually on the World mm-hmm. Athletics Indoor. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And I'm trying to find anything before that, and there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. It's, it's just that. that and, and I think Milrose. it's just that at Milrose. That's it. So sprinkle some some dust. Yeah. Two meets. So here's the issue, okay? There are not enough track meets for a professional athlete to go run at week in, week out. There aren't. There aren't enough meets. Yes, there are. In Europe, where (laughs) track is supposed to happen. (laughs) Okay, Tell me I'm wrong. Accessible. Let's let's just say, do you right, think
4: that World Athletics accessible.
3: cares about accessibility to Americans? Well, not well, at all. in In today's age, what what are we witnessing? What is happening right in front of us? We're witnessing the European Championships being trump trumping mm-hmm. the World Championships. Mm-hmm. We, we're witnessing a movement. And it's almost like it's happening in plain sight and they're just kind of hoping, oh, yeah, well, you're, you're not going to notice this, but it is obvious and it is clear, right? And, you know, back when we were competing, um, Lamar, I mean, it, it was pretty, you, you kind of got the sense and it, whether it's your agent or somebody in the, on the circuit, they would say to you, okay, so yes, good job. You did what you did at nationals, but they, they want to see you do that over there. right and so you kind of knew that that you had to go prove yourself well it was so much easier when there were three meets in a week and you could go over there and run six competitions in two to three weeks and come back and pay your rent take your girl out for a date you it was good right Mm -hmm. it's no longer the case it is no longer the case and and it's i don't know i don't it, there's no way that i see this changing because i think that we we are in a situation now where world athletics is 100% eurocentric and they couldn't care less nope they couldn't i don't know so fellas help me we have to be missing something here
0: there has to be another layer to this because I'm looking at the women's list mm-hmm. right, right now. For the 60 meter dash. I saw. And I saw it as well, Cloud. Some lady that I don't know and can't pronounce. Apparently, the world number one right now is 7.23 in the women's 60 dash. Now, I know I watched a, a 400 meter run, run 7 one <laughs> in last week, and mm-hmm. there was a lot of other people that was faster than that. But here's the thing, though. there. But, okay, so, uh, and I'm just picking on on two names that I recognize. Tori mm-hmm. Apero, who used to be at Georgia, is now at Kentucky, is on the world athletic list, tied at number nine at 7, at 729 from a meet that was run in Louisville in December. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, oh, and Samara Killebrew is... Tied for the same t- seven twenty nine. Used to be at Florida. I forgot where she is now. A and M. at a meet that was run at Tyson in, mm-hmm. in Arkansas. Arizona. In Arkansas,
3: yeah. But yeah, there's a whole
0: ton of other collegiate marks that are not on here.
3: Yeah. So what are, what am I missing here? I I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs>
0: I know that the world number one is not 723. I know that is a fact. Mm-hmm. But I I just, this is weird. It's really weird. It, it's really, when really you, weird.
4: When you start making up the rules as you go, which is what World Athletics has been doing almost since we started this show, like episode two or three is when we first started talking about Sebco and World Athletics making up rules as they go because that's about when they got rid of the triple jump. Out of the out of the diamond league.
2: Mm
4: -hmm. Right. So it was it was early on. Look, I feel like Sebco has been given a uh marching orders to make track look a certain way. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. And I and I think he is marching along to the beat of those very specific instructions. Because at this point, we have no choice but to accept the fact that the sport is intentionally Euro centered Mm -hmm. and it is intentionally Euro dominated by ways of where you have to go to, to perform. Yep. Right. And so what that is done is to intentionally level the playing field for the european athletes yeah. and if we go all the way back to i think episode two i started talking about the whole reason why there was greater drug usage in europe was because it was less race mixing and yada 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 remember this whole conversation mm-hmm. this is what it is right like at the end of the day like we're not getting beat this, is, this goes back to like when the NBA wasn't allowing black players, mm-hmm. right? Not because we're just going to ignore the fact that they can really play. Y'all can play in the ABA, but if it didn't happen in
3: the NBA, it don't count.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Right? Like so, that's
4: what, that's where we're at. Well, so the Arkansas
3: I'm, Invitational all is I'm, on the list.
0: There you go. Oh, well, so, oh, okay. So all, all I know is that last year in the men's sixty. Five of the top 10 marks in the world were set by collegiates at collegiate meets. So mm-hmm. you're gonna tell me that you're kicking them dudes out, and we're gonna pretend mm-hmm. that it's a different top 10 than it is because they're not on the list. How do you get on the list? Well,
3: it's what <laughs> what I'm seeing here is that it's pretty clear where you have to go. Yes. It is pretty specific now that. You have to go to certain places. Um, so if you are someone that that decided that you're just going to compete in the U.S., you have to go on that list and find the Arkansas Invitational mm-hmm. and you have to get yourself there.
4: And you got to get into that meet in Iowa and you somehow. you have to
3: get into the meet.
4: Yes. And we all know you're not getting in Milrose because that field was set Exactly at world championships, right? It's interesting. I, I chestnut checkers. Yeah. Look, the combined events challenges. I, I tried to I tried to bring this to light then because I said the only reason you would put in a rule where multiple championship events can't be used for your world rankings is because you don't want other area championships to have anywhere near the clout that European championships yep. does. Yep. That is the only reason that you would ever do that. Because people in Europe will choose to go to European championships instead of world championships. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. But if you're from the Caribbean, you can't choose to not go to NACAC. Yeah. Your country's funding depends on it. Yep right like look here let me let me let me break this to the rest of our our following pan am games are in november yes mm-hmm. in chile november mm-hmm. yes in chile and guess what the when year coach... before the olympics mm-hmm. yes is it let's be clear Not even a it's year. in <laughs> the it's in the <laughs> olympic it was 12 months yeah right <laughs> when you coach two caribbean athletes I can bark and say all the wonderful things that I that I want to, and Coach Chu can chime in and say all the wonderful things that she wants to about how little sense it makes. You want to know what? There's a 90-something percent chance that I'm gonna be in friggin' Chile in November. <laughs> because their funding comes from the meats. Yes. Mm-hmm. But if having gone to world championships, here's what I'm telling you what they do at NACAC is irrelevant to world athletics because it is a second championship and you can't even use those marks. Yeah. So listen, they're not even veiled anymore. No. They don't care. No. Track is our sport and we are European. That's it. That's what's where it is, and and if you don't have an agent that gets that,
3: you shouldn't do pro track.
1: No, you should go get a new agent.
3: So, okay. so how many athletes knew that Arkansas Invitational was on the list? That's so I'll weird. say this:
1: I'll say this. Having been there last week, there were quite a few American, I I, I air quote American athletes because they were literally labeled as USA. USA, athletes.
3: yes okay
1: so it there was intent right i'll say ryan krauser he was in the stands Mm. tara davis and hunter Wood, well, hunter ran tara tara was in the stands Mm -hmm. um they they rabbited a few of the distance races um i want to say there was a jumper or two so i mean there was presence, there was presence, but I'm not sure if it was a common knowledge presence, if you If right. you know what I mean. Right, 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 right. Like those who knew knew and those who didn't.
3: I mean, but
0: too, all those people are based in Arkansas right now.
1: Mm-hmm. For the most part, it was a large conglomerate of Arkansasians, sure, whatever. Um, but what I'm saying is like, it was deliberate.
2: Mm.
1: And so I'm not sure, Like, like we're saying, you have to do some research, right? And maybe only the certain people that they wanted to know knew because there wasn't a big, a big showing of the athletes of a nation.
5: Right, there was right.
1: a, there was a showing, but there yeah. wasn't a huge, you know, whatever. Interesting. So, and I mean, I guess if you think about it, the, the Louisville meet in December, it's literally called the Commonwealth invite.
2: mm. mm. Okay,
1: so that makes sense, not make sense, but maybe it makes sense. I don't
3: know oh, they're well, making it make sense, yeah. And the more I think we we echo these sentiments and uh, at least get the viewing public to understand that the rules are changing, they have changed. You have to adapt uh, immediately. I mean, mm-hmm. No, if ands are uh, about yeah.
1: it. <laughs> You're going to get left out, literally left out. Yeah. So, well, take that one to the coffee table and, and discuss with your friends. But um, now let's, it's what, what the show's all about. Would you rather, and that's better. So, um, Mr. Rivera, you are, would you rather in tonight? I was going to say, adjust it get ready
4: i i'm not going to lie to you i knew that it was my turn and i have looked forward to this all day
1: okay yeah
4: Just all right i'm actually kind of excited now watch you give me some lame like watch i get the Fugazi questions now because because uh, <laughs> first world problems isn't on the show tonight all right are you ready uh, yeah, Clyde, are you okay? Let's just check and make sure you haven't slumped over. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just, just checking. Flashbacks oh,
4: Yes, ma'am. Um, I am ready. I'm fired up.
1: Would you, would you rather, so in opposition of the, of the theme of the show, would you rather play indoor baseball or outdoor baseball? Because indoor baseball is a thing if you don't know that.
4: Mm, definitely outdoor baseball.
1: Got it. <clears throat> would you rather receive, or would you rather take notes via voice memo or a typed note?
4: Hmm. I would probably say voice memo. I'm not the greatest of typer.
1: Got it. Would
4: I you? Think, re- I think you knew that though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> would you have rather, when competing, wore compression shorts or running shorts?
4: Oh my God. <laughs> Okay, in every every event except the 1,500, compression shorts. Oh, my God. I cannot even imagine running around in running shorts and, like, running fast. Somebody on this show, however.
1: (laughs) Oh, I love it. All right. Would you rather be hungry? The year
3: I got rid, I I switched because I kept losing distance on my jumps. If you knew the amount of messages and phone calls, you can't, you can't get rid of the shorts. No, you can't. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but they were all females.
1: (laughs) That's funny. That's funny.
4: Anyway, keep going.
1: (laughs) Um, Would you rather be hungry or thirsty?
2: I think I would definitely rather
1: be hungry. Yeah. Would you rather sit in a beanbag chair or a papasan? And a papasan's that disc chair that has a little
4: Uh, beanbag chair. Have owned both beanbag chair. Much better to sit in. Much more difficult to get out of, though. (laughs) This is very true. Like, both of those things are definitely true.
1: Um, Would you rather eat bacon or sausage?
4: Listen, if you find a person that says something other than bacon, (laughs) fruit punch them. They're lying. What if
1: they don't eat pork?
4: Of course it is. Of course it would be this guy. That's yeah. I guess they could be alternative meats. Listen, I love them so. both. Let's be clear. I'm, but bacon
0: is a superior product.
1: <laughs> All right, gentlemen. The floor is yours for what you rather.
0: I would definitely take my uh, maple brown sugar sausage over bacon any day. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Uh. Let's see.
0: W- would you rather watch the Giants win the weekend or the Cowboys lose? Ooh, good one. Good one. So that's
4: a... It actually would be a great question, except for this. Given that scenario, that means that those two things are linked upon each other. So if I watch the Giants win, that means that the Cowboys would also then win, and I would then get to watch the Cowboys lose to the Giants when it most mattered. So <laughs> in this particular case, the answer is easy for me. I would definitely rather watch the Giants win. I am actually bored by watching the Cowboys lose at this point. It by has the happened way, many by the times way. in my lifetime.
3: So let's go back to my picks. There's a reason why I want the Cowboys and the Giants to meet. There's a reason. <laughs> oh, I bet there is. So, anyway, Lamar, yes, would sir. you rather play Kobe uh, to, to a game of uh, one-on-one to five or Michael Jordan? Okay, I'm assuming that Kobe's still alive.
4: Yes, of course. I'm just checking. I didn't know if I had to die to play this no, game. No, no, no. <laughs> in the outfield, what are you doing?
1: <laughs>
4: okay, so play Kobe to a game to five or play MJ to a game to five? Or MJ. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> well, let's be clear. The outcome is going to be the same. <laughs> so I would rather be able to tell people that I played MJ. Okay. than I played Kobe.
0: Kobe I, just both would be all. amazing.
4: And by the way, I'm scoring at least one bucket.
0: <laughs> all, all Kobe going to do is the same moves with just slightly less skill. Oh my goodness.
4: Again,
3: uh, it's uh, I'm going to score one bucket. I mean, Jordan will just jab step you to death and just <laughs> raise up. I mean, the yeah. outcome is going to be the same.
1: <laughs> just how quick is the game going to go? <laughs>
4: yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: Well, awesome. Uh, wrapping it up, as always, we will give some harpy props out to those in the audience and ether for them to maybe hear, maybe not hear um, as we lift them up and praise them.
3: Um well, I'm gonna start my heartbeat props go out to my grandmother um, ninety six years old. Ooh. She passed away uh, earlier this week. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's it. she's 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 gonna be missed.
2: Condolences.
3: Thank you. One hundred
4: percent. um. I'm going to lighten the mood a little. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, I think uh, somebody on this panel is going to start laughing in just a moment. So my mother has raised a pretty good athlete and has grandchildren that are pretty darn good athletes. Uh, But my mother is not into sports at all. But well, she asked me what she like needed. She's been asking what she needed to do exercise wise for, I don't know, almost two decades. So finally, we have struck an accord. And I said, you need to walk. I don't care how, how you do it, but you need to walk. Right. And she's like, I can't walk that far. I was like, listen, you're trying to eat the elephant all at once. Just eat it one forkful at a time. So. I said this at the time, I didn't know, but stroke of genius, walk a mile, but just walk till you're tired and then rest the same amount and then do it that way. Right. So I was like, here, walk a lap, then rest the, sit down the number of the amount of time it takes you to walk that lap and do it that way. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, And hopefully one day you'll be able to get to a mile, right? Now, we all know that like her heart rate's not going to be high enough from that one mile to do anything, but it's the right steps in the right area, right? A week ago, like the day after we recorded, I get a text message from my mother that says, and I quote, there's a new miler in town. (laughs) That's so cute. And so now she has taken to referring to herself as the Miler. The Miler. <laughs>
1: you have so, to get her of My High Club.
4: So, oh my, <laughs> I'm going <a> to throw up.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> wow. Wow. Damn. So, I mean, chose violence for sure right there. Oh, right? So, long story short, my mom has now walked three miles in a week.
5: <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> and I just, I find the greatest amount of joy that she is so proud of herself That's that awesome. I have to be proud of her. Cause today she sent me a text message and said, and I quote, the miler has struck again. <laughs> <laughs> like she's some sort of wet bandit or whatever, <laughs> but you know what? Listen, I've been asking for her to exercise. She is doing so. Yeah. So my heartbeat props go out to the miler, the (laughs) miler.
1: That's cute.
0: Oh, that's hilarious. Um, Especially if you know my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Uh. I guess my heartbeat props this week um, honestly go out to my um, administration here at San Jose State. uh, Jeff Konya, IAD, and Kristen Kelly, our Director of Compliance and my sports supervisor. Like I said, we are in Annapolis, Maryland, um, and we're gonna be competing at the U.S. Naval Academy this weekend. Uh, But the larger, more important point of this trip is that we're taking the entire team uh, to the um, African American History History and Culture Museum in Washington DC on Sunday and stuff like that is, is dope and it really can't happen uh, without the backing of your administration not only did they allow us to do it but they are actually here with us um, on the trip um, and that's awesome and, yeah it is and anybody in the track world knows that uh, an AD showing up for a regular season out of state track meet is a rare to no occasion. <laughs> so you yeah know, yes, we appreciate the support very much and hopefully you know we'll put on a good show out here on the east Coast and you know it was a long travel day um thanks Southwest but <laughs> we, we made airline it. there is money we we made it, and you know we're here a little bit early, so we gotta you know look some time to uh Get our bearings together before the competition but no I, I really do appreciate their support and it and it it means a ton uh to me and my staff and, and to our team and like i said we are not a first world problems type of university so you know moments like this and opportunities like this go a long way and i i appreciate it that's awesome that's fun. That is awesome
1: Um, last heartbeat prop of the night, uh, go to a former athlete who was just named the head coach of the football team of which he went to school with. He's an alumni um, at the high school. I'm sorry. So uh, Virgil Hart was just named the head varsity high school football coach at Hayward High. Um, Super excited because it's come full circle and he's wanted to coach since he got out of high school, um, even out of college. So um, super fun and super excited for that. And Welcome to the world, sir. Yeah, you can live the high life with us. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you can eat it all with us. Mm-hmm. So I've already heard some fun stories, and and I'm just laughing and giggling and remembering what he put us through. So all good times. So with that being said, those who are traveling this weekend, travel safe. Those like Clyde and his team, I'm glad you got there safe. Get home safe. Enjoy the time. And other than that. We'll see each other next week. Bye, everyone.